the Ravens are the biggest winners in the AFC Northeast offseason. This is a team that consistently is going to be in position to contend because of how talented they are. The reality of it is, those guys can play. In the AFC, should watch out for the Baltimore Ravens this season. Players in the NFL, certainly one of the best players at quarterback. They got a guy at tailback in J.K. Dobbins, who I think could be an all-pro. They got one of the best tight ends in football, a plethora of perimeter weapons, some health on the offensive line, a very good defensive line, one of the better young linebackers in the NFL, and a top-five secondary. And no one talks about it. Yo, what it is? Welcome back to ATB at the Bank, a Baltimore Ravens podcast. Yo, and I can't wait to really drop this episode, man. It's going to be real dope, man, because y'all already know that I always keep the good good guesses keep coming in, and this time I have a dope super fan, man. Like I said, man, I had him on my show um, last year around this time at My Thoughts, My Opinion last year, and we had a dope conversation talking about the Ravens. And now since I'm on the Ravens platform this year, it's only right. That I have this super fan back on into this show and to introduce the rest of this Ravens podcast out here to know that we have great fans here in Baltimore, man. So I would like to introduce my fan, man, my super fan, my guest, the guy that has a real compiler into this community, a guy that's if you have been to any Ravens events, you ran to this guy before multiple times. I guarantee you, because he's always there at a Ravens event. I would now like to introduce my guest, Captain Defense. What's going on, Cap? How you feeling? Good morning, man. Uh, I'm doing great. It's kind of hard to get used to a, a non-Raven football weekend, but I'm just trying to, I'm just kind of chilling and relaxing. I just got back from the gym, but I'm feeling pretty good. And you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I feel you. Like, no Ravens this week, man. It's just going to be very... Uninterested in watching football this week, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, we can watch everybody else lose. Pretty much, and I, I'm <laughs> hoping that we can get uh, Kansas City to lose, we can get Miami to lose, and Jacksonville to lose, so we can stay in that number one spot in the AFC. Yeah, it, it would be nice to have a home playoff game. Oh yeah, it, it would be nice, man. Baltimore would go crazy for a home playoff game, and and even an AFC championship game. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> Woo! That that'll be that'd be a great thing, man. I swear that would be a great thing. The city will be alive. It's already alive now during this during this great season that we have. And but yes, let's 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 talk about you for a minute, Cap. Let, let's let's get the fans and get the people to understand where the Captain Defense, where did the name Captain Defense come about? Well, when the Ravens first came here, I used to go to the old Memorial Stadium, and I had a big. Uh, cardboard sign with a defense on it. and I always yell defense well this girl about eight years old she came up to me and and said hey mister are you like the captain of the defense or something so at that time I wasn't looking for a name I wasn't even really really thinking about it so what I did is, well, I like to sound like captain defense so what happened is uh, a couple of games after that I went to Walmart and bought some white iron on letters and I was on it on the back of a t-shirt so my wife come in and saw me ironing Captain Defense on the back of a shirt. Mm-hmm. She says, who's Captain Defense? I said, I am. When did you become Captain Defense? I don't know, after I finished ironing these letters on it. So it, <laughs> it kind of took off from there. Okay, okay. So you you brought back like a historical moment. I'm pretty sure like a lot of new Ravens fans would not know like what is the Memorial Stadium? Like what are you talking about when you say you went to the Memorial Stadium? Tell the fans, these these new Ravens fans, what is Memorial Stadium is or well, was. Well, one thing, the seats were a lot cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> the, it, it was an old, worn-down stadium, but, but it had history. You know, the seats were kind of uncomfortable. Uh, you know, we had passionate Ravens fans back here. You know, we used to tailgate, but it was an old stadium. And what happened is a lot of times you will put up with the stuff. The fact that we had an NFL team, we didn't care about the, the external stuff. We had a team that we can call our own. So that kind of made things a lot better and a lot more to deal with because we had our own team. Right, right. Man, because Memorial Stadium, man, I, every time I ride past 33rd Street, I just look at that YMCA. It was like, just imagine, just years ago, you never existed. This was the whole stadium 
right here, you know, before the Ravens Stadium, the MT Bank Stadium, right, made it to downtown. Like Memorial Stadium, you know, was our first stadium and everything. So, um, so you like you said, you went to uh the couple of games. So after you went, uh, you uh, all doing your captain defense letters on, and then you will start going to games. Like, did the recognition start it right then and there, or it took some time for you to to get where you at now? Well, like I said, I didn't have a plan. I, I you know, sometimes sometimes God has a plan that you knew nothing about. So anyway, so I just had captain defense on that, and then um, uh, my outfit was just a regular t-shirt and had like an Uncle Sam hat. Uh-huh. But what happened is I about two or three games I have to have Captain D on the back of the shirt. They call me Captain D. So this guy comes up to me and he says. He says, all right, we're having a bowl, an oyster roast. We'd like to invite you to one of the Ravens roosts. And I said, sure. And I didn't know the guy. So I came home and told my wife, I says, what's guy? This stranger invited me to a bowl and oyster roast. <laughs> and I said, I don't really, I didn't know the guy. And she said, well, maybe he think you somebody. I said, I guess, I don't know. So he invited me and, and then it took on. And then my outfit changed over the year. I used to go in that, that Halloween store that, that was, over, you know, they have them Halloween stores pop up. And I used to go in there. Uh-huh. And then my outfit, uh, I spent 24 years in the military. So my uniform hat have a military theme to it. So as I got more notoriety, people recognized me. And then it kind of took off, took off from there. I, I didn't, like I said, I didn't have a master plan. I just, I just, I just do what I do and whatever happens, happens. So that was my plan. Just to, just be the best fan I can be was my motto. I wasn't competing against nobody else. I don't think nobody can really compare to you, Cat. I, I think that you are really one of the biggest fans that we have here. And, and that's why I said I'm a fan of yours because the passion that you have, you're not doing it for no, you know, no recognition. You're not doing it for, you know, any other thing. You're just doing it because you are a, a true fan of, right. of, of the Ravens. And, and that's why I'm a true fan of yours because, like I said, it's all about the passion. It's mm-hmm. all about it's not all about the recognition, anything in that nature. You just going out there, living your life, you know. Yeah. But you know, when you're different, people will come after you, right? Right. Right. With it, I tell young people: if you stay down and do nothing, people will leave you alone. But once you start rising and make your mark, people will come after you, right? Right. And and my mother's told me a long time ago: if you haven't fun, you're not hurting nobody. Do your thing. And people say, "Hey, man, you look weird." And you, you, people say, "People think you're weird and crazy." I don't. Yeah, you know, I don't I don't really I don't worry about other people think because too many people are living their lives what they think. If you buy a new car, they're going to talk about you. If you get a new job, they talk about you. If your podcast is number one, they're going to talk about you. So I was having fun and I was in uh, joy. But one of my first story is in old Memorial Stadium, they had a day you could you could pick your seats. Mm-hmm. So they had all the players lined around the stadium. So <laughs> I'm near the front row and walk up to this guy. And this guy, and I asked this guy, I didn't know much about him. This is for social media and YouTube and all this other thing. So uh-huh. I asked this guy in front of me, I says, are you any good? He says, I can kind of hold my own. He, had, he happened to have jersey number 52 on at that time. So <laughs> <laughs> he said, I can hold my own is what he said. I said, okay. So. And, and we clearly can see he held his home all the way to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yes. So like you say, you, once you started getting – um noticeable you know i mean everybody's starting knowing captain defense and you're starting to be able to go into all these different events now so what right. tell, tell us a little bit about some of these events that you go well, to is, is well, I, when I, I first started doing it and when i first started doing this i say the way i i said the fans will make me who i am the players come and go so what happened is i just just started going to these events uh uh on my own like mothers against drunk drive 5k race to suicide different events i would just show up right nobody mm-hmm. asked me i would just show up in captain defense so the more i started showing up the more people started asking for me to come back okay and then mt bank put i don't know if you remember that commercial mt bank put me up on a billboard yes i've seen that so what happened is and i told my wife once mt bank put me on a board billboard People can say that, okay, he's okay. If a major corporation puts you on a billboard, that means you're a legitimate person. That means you won't mess up their brand and they're comfortable doing that. So I've been to I've been to weddings, I've been to 15 viewings of Ravens fans who passed away, who died, who passed away and they had a view and had their Ravens jersey on. I talked mm-hmm. to teen moms. Two weeks ago I spoke up at a Jewish synagogue. I spoke at a uh, at a uh 
a men's group at a Jewish center. I spoke the Christian thing. So my thing was, I made myself so Captain D could fit in anywhere, anywhere. Mm-hmm. right? And so that's what I did. But what happened is, and I tell people, too many people are afraid to be themselves and they're afraid to be different. And I tell young people, what makes there's 20 people in this room. What makes you different? Why should I hire you over to 20 people? But you're too scared to be different. You want to be like everybody else. So Captain D was my brand, and I took it to the next level. And I tell people all the time, there's 71,000 Ravens fans, and there's 71,000 people who know I am. You know, I try to be nice to people. I be the common. I go across all social, economic thing. So that means I can fit in. Now I did, like I said, then one time I did. Um, I spoke at a, a Christian youth two weeks ago. I was in two skit, two two schools in Baltimore. I was at the John Mahenry Elementary off of Schroeder Street, and then mm-hmm. I read books to another school near the stadium. So I kind of you know go to different places and expand my brand. But it's been a lot of fun. I meet a lot of people doing a lot of great things, and I'm not a I'm not a negative person. I'm a positive person by nature. And then I started understanding social media and start you know saying good morning because negativity is easy to find. And I tell people on my social media, I have a pretty clean social media page because people follow your lead. Whatever I put, they'll follow my lead. I have no personal tax. I have no politics. I have no religion. And you're not coming on my page and make personal tap. So that's my brand. And I tell people I'd rather have four quarters than 100 pennies. I'm not chasing numbers. I'm chasing quality. And then I have a manager is uh, for people with disabilities called caring communities. So I make a, like people ask me to come places. They'll make a donation to my charity and uh i've done many things over this year that that i'm proud of and i try to make a difference in the community with all negativity uh, i try to project a little positivity ah yeah and most definitely you do and 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 like i said that that's another main reason why i am a fan of yours because it's never a time that when i hop on your social media any of your social media because i follow you on all your social media platforms it's, it's always strictly you know, positively good mornings and this is what the Ravens is doing. And even though that the Ravens might have lost Mark Andrews, you still found the way to, you know, keep the positivity going and stuff like that. So you most definitely look at the glass half full than not well, looking at it half empty. Well, you know, because if the Ravens lose a game 37 to nothing, I'll point out the facts. But at the end, the fans went hope, right? Little hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got blown out 37 to nothing. Like we last year we lost lost four or five leads the first two games, I think Buffalo Miami. So I said, well, it's better to happen week two and one and two than week 10 and 11. So fans wanna want a little hope because there's a thousand negative pages that you can go to and everybody has their own page and I don't criticize people. Whatever you put on your page is funny. But people know when you get a notification from me, it's gonna be something positive. Like I'll put. Lamar Jackson can't throw three three interceptions against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't sugarcoat that. Well, he can't. But I pointed out. But at the end of it, fans want a little hope. Say, hey, we'll get better the next game. You know, we're still in first place. We're on the game. So so fans want hope. And I try to protect that in my personal life because I, you know, I have two daughters. And, you know, I spent 24 years in the military. So there's a lot I learned about, you know, people want people want hope. And people kind of look up to you for some kind of guidance and and and. And people want positivity. Negativity is easy to find. So right. that's what I try to project, and that's been my motto. Right, right, right. And then, like you, like I said, you, you keep the positive going it's like so much that now that yesterday I seen when I follow, uh, seen you on your social media that you was able to have a tour around the Raven Stadium yesterday. You was able to go inside the, the offices and the locker rooms and stuff like that. Let's talk about how, how was that? How do that feel? You know, you get to walk around M&T Bank Stadium. Well, I, I've been there before, but there was parts I went to. This lady, for some, I'm, I went to some networking event. Some lady from the real estate said, Captain D, uh, I don't know how those tours work, but she said she can invite 20 people. So she reached out to me and I said, sure, I'll go. But the last time I went, and I went locker room, but I went up to the medium, medium center and where they, uh, they got to view the whole stadium. They showed the replays and it, it was amazing. It was, uh, it was, a uh, and then I, I saw those phones that one said offense and one said defense. I thought that was pretty cool. And I got to sit in the you know the broadcast booth and uh, I saw where all the uh, the uh, you know where the where the uh, announcer said at. And mm-hmm. uh, I saw the visitors' locker room and the Ravens' locker rooms. Uh, the visitor players have a long walk from the locker room to the tunnel. <laughs> I did not know that. From 
<laughs> I think that was intentional. And, yeah, uh, it, it should be. <laughs> and that's why the that's why the visitor sat on the sun side, you know, and because you know it's a lot warmer on the visitor side <laughs> where that sun is at. <laughs> right, right, man. And no visitors should have a nice long walk, you know, especially right. that that long walk. The shame coming to you know losing to the bank, you know, so <laughs> they they need to have that walk. So right. Um. Like I say, now that you'll be able to, you know, put your brand out there, you're able to go to these different events and stuff like that. It's like, are you looking to either be the one that hosts events and stuff like that in the near future, anything, or you just want to continue to keep riding the wave that you're having? Well, I'm uh, uh no, but can you repeat the question? Do I want to be what? Can, can you repeat I say, you know, question? do you want to be? The, per the person, like, you know, how people give you the tours and say, hey, Captain Defense, would you like to do this? Are you open up to having, being those that person to um, give out the tour? Like, say, Vince, if you can have a, a free tour for somebody to go to a Raven Stadium, are you looking to uh, give out those free tours to people may like that? Yeah, may well, actually, I never really thought about it, but that's something – I, I have no I have, I have no limits on myself. I, I don't set limits. Other people might, but I do. I you know that's in fact I never really thought about it. But now that you mentioned, that might be something I look into. But yeah, I don't mind. I'm I I have no comfort zone. Right. You know, I, I you know people have comfort. Zone. I have no comfort zone. But that's that's something nice and uh, actually it's a great idea. I'm glad you mentioned. I, I'll write that down to, <laughs> to maybe do that sometime. It's an excellent idea. And 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 as I tell people all the time, I don't know where my I I don't know what you you don't know where good ideas come from, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so I try to tell people, but that's an excellent. I'm gonna try that and and try that and do other stuff. And I'm getting more into motivational speaking. Like I said, I do uh, I spoke at the um, the Jewish Center, and I try to lift people up. And because I'm a reader, and I uh, and I recite poetry, so I read poetry and recite it. So if you go to my reels feed, you'll see it sometimes. Um, okay, you know, I okay. did a little Shakespeare, but I'm I'm willing to try anything to expand my brand and, and you know try to impact more people. Because at the end of the day, if you're not helping others, like you know, what are you here for? Yeah, most definitely, and and just to always keep this in the back of your mind. You know, since I gave kind of gave that idea, you know. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm gonna keep. It's a good. I, I keep your name. If, I'm, if I do it, I'll I'll keep your mind. I give credit if I got an idea. I, I give credit to where I got it from. I'm not. I'm Man, not I don't you know, need. Just, I don't you know, need I like helping other people. Out. I, I just want to be able to go on the tours and the events that you be going to. Sometimes. Okay, if I, I tell you what, if I go on a tour, you'll be on my list. Trust me. I'm a. I'm a find out how you go about doing it, and I I have you on the list. Yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about, Cat. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you for, for thank you for throwing it out there. No problem, no problem. You know, like you said, sharing is can. You know, what I mean, I, my idea might help your brand grow even bigger. You know, right. And so each one teach. I'm, I'm a. Not believe in help helping other people, but some people get caught in a bunch of nonsense. I ain't. I'm not competing with nobody but myself. That's right. my only competition. Right. And if I can help somebody, you. Uh, by the way, did you know? I, you know, I wrote a kiss book, right? Yes, 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 yeah, I knew yes, that. Yeah. And, uh, so that was that was something I'm proud of because I'm a reader, you know. And I read a lot, so I thought I I have a a kids book. It's kind of my life, and uh, you get it on my website. I have a manager; she kind of manages that. So somebody I sent her request for a book, and you know we mail them out. So it's a it's a good book. And it's nice and colorful, and it's one of them books you don't need your you don't need to wear your glasses on. <laughs> I intentionally made the print <laughs> big, so that's a that's a pretty good accomplishment. And, oh yeah, you know, I, I enjoy I enjoy writing it and and you know talking to kids and reading it to kids. In fact, this week I'm going to uh, a daycare, uh, some kind of preschool daycare, and, and read the book. And then Tuesday I'm be up at Lexington Market in front of that big mirror up there because mm -hmm. they have a bunch of Ravens fans taking pictures in front of the mirror at Lexington Market for some some promo, I guess. But uh, okay. yeah, I like doing what I'm doing. I'm having fun and I'm enjoying life. And the more impact. I get people to better and I try to now I try to help young people also, but you know, some get it and some don't. And also I was mentored to big brothers and big sisters. I did that. I had two young men I mentored. Then I was a mentor for the journey to manhood program where you they assigned you with a couple of youth at risk used to try to put them on a straight and narrow. So that was a that was a challenge, but that, that was fun also. I got something out of it. So 
Okay, see, I, that's that's what I'm talking about, Cat. You always put your hands in different things, like you said. You you're never uncomfortable with doing different things. So that that that's why I said I. That's why I I, I love what you do, and that's why I, I pretty much love uh, watching you do what you do. But but I tell people, whatever you do in life, you got to be different. But but what happened is, as I tell you, if you want to do something different, people will come after you. But some people can't handle the heat because we doing it this way. Hey, that one guy's podcast, he crazy, man. He's not like us. Well, I'm not meant to be like you. But when you step out of your comfort zone, people will come after you. And like right. I said, they because they want you to be like them. Right. 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 So, you know, whatever you do in life, say, hey, how's mine's different? Because people say, well, this is everybody else. And some guy came on my page. He was telling me something. He said, man, people think you're weird. I said, I went to your page and you just like everybody else. <laughs> I said, how are you different? You just like everybody. He said, well, this is everybody doing. This is what everybody's doing. Well, that's what the problem is. Everybody's doing it. Are you scared to be different? And people, some young people are afraid to try something different. They just, they just are. So I'm not. I, I tried stuff. I, I tried a couple of t-shirts, didn't make it, tried some other stuff. I don't, I try stuff and I move on. Right. right. I, I, I try this and I try this and you know, if it doesn't work, I move to the next thing. So. Right. Speaking of trying something new, let's, let's, let's talk about the Ravens a little bit, cat. You see that now we are nine and three sitting on yes. top of the AFC. How do you think that Todd Munkin has really opened up this offense? Are you well, are you enjoying Todd Munkin this year? Yes. Uh, well, he, well, he's using the whole field, right? Mm-hmm. Todd Munkin holds the use field. Hopefully, for the end of the season, we'll get that deep passing game because they're open. Lamar's just missing them. You, you've right. seen enough. He's just missing on them long passes. And 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 once we get that going, we be cool. But I like Todd Munkin. Only thing about the last game, I said. Don't run that jet sweep to, to, to Zay Flowers. Okay, I've seen uh, enough is enough, right? But yeah. but he's doing good. I, I appreciate he's doing. And uh, and the fact that, you know, he's getting – Bateman has seen to be coming around. Uh, 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 OBJ is working the middle of the field. So I, I, like the, I like the play calling. Only thing I like, that fourth down play, he hiking it to Gus Edwards the oh. last game. With oh. everybody, you got Lamar wind up, lined up out there. <laughs> but anyway, but but I'm a I like what he's doing, and uh, you know he's gonna have to uh, 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 change things around. With Andrew's not there, but I'm I'm comfortable. I like the way he's uh I like the way he's using the whole field. His concept of using the whole field and giving Lamar more autonomy on the offense to change plays. And I, there's a couple of plays uh, last year, one one play in particular when he hit Bateman that slam for a touchdown. Lamar came to the line of scrimmage, and then. Lamar saw the safety come to the line. Lamar immediately knew that there was no safety help, and he changed the play and hit Bateman on a touchdown. So I like that Mark can change the play, and he he's taking responsibility and, and accountability to Munkin's offense. So I, I, I like that very much. Yeah, I'm most definitely liking Munkin this year. He, he's most definitely a bigger upgrade and a different change from Greg Roman from last year. Um, I think we are now using the Lamar and all his abilities. We are now finally showing that He's not just a running quarterback. Right. He's, he's able to uh, uh, break down the defense. He's able to read the defense. He's able to read his progressions and uh, read each different receiver this year. And, and that's a great thing because at one point in time, you know, it was questions that can Lamar read the defense. If, right. if it's the cover zero, Lamar don't know what to do. It seems like Munkin has really <clears throat> um, gave Lamar an extra confident boost to say like, hey, we're going to get these plays in quick so it gives you time to actually read the defense. And once you're able to read the defense now, right. the show is yours. We already know that you're a dynamic quarterback. And it's like now it's just you need to hit the numbers, hit the plays. And now we us giving him weapons as far as, like you said, OBJ, Zay Flowers, Bateman finally waking up because that's one guy I've been waiting to see to actually start to wake up a little bit more is Rashad Bateman because I feel like Rashad Bateman – can be a number one wide receiver. And yes. if he can uh, just insert himself just a little bit more inside this office, I think our office will really explode um, a little bit more. But like you said, Mark Andrews now went down. What was your reaction of how um, Mark Andrews went down, man? It was, it was like, for me, it was breathtaking. I was like, oh, man, it's bad enough right. that our office kind of going to neutral mode or it seems like our office kind of going to quicksand 
um, at times, um, especially in the third quarter. Right. Um, now that you're losing Lamar's safety blanket, God, that you Lamar can always count on to be open, and even if he's not open, he still will have the best chance to have big plays. Right. Um, what is what do you see? Um, uh, Andrew's uh, injury really changing his offense. Well, he was um, well, he was Lamar's um safety blanket when Lamar got in trouble. He always knew Andrews, and Andrews getting better, like Kelsey Andrews. Uh, if the play called for um, Andrews to run 10 yards, Andrews know how to cut it off at seven depends on what the defense is. I think it's going to be a, a big loss, but but sometimes now we have to win different. And likely, I think likely, to me, likely is a, is a good receiver. He's not Andrews, but I think mm -hmm. with likely, you know, he can he, he can lessen the, 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 the loss of Andrews. And the good teams, injuries come – Nobody feeling sorry for you. Got to stop on a dime, and you got to go, and you got to move on. And I feel bad for Andrews, but you know the season goes on, and I think Lamar is going to be okay. And uh, you know it's, we, we might have to win in different ways, but I think you know I think everything will be fine because we don't have a true number one, which is good. You can throw it to you know you can hit Zay, uh, Rashad Bateman, or um, on OBJ. So I think we'll be fine. It just be a little different, but I think we we'll be okay. In my personal opinion. Yeah, I think we'll be fine too. Um, because now that you know, since Andrews is not in the lineup, we are four and So it's it right. shows that we can we can win with Andrews and without Andrews. Right. Um, and they also, you know, there's rumors and, and, and speculations that uh Zach Ertz it might be coming here. What do, if, if Zach Ertz was to come here, do you think that he will boost us or do you think that we will still be in the same type of offense. No, I th I think well, he's got a two two uh two point five million is not a lot of money. That's his cap number. But I think I think sometimes people get open because of their reputation, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of like OBJ. OBJ ain't the guy he was, but he still got that reputation. And if you put Zach Ertz out there, somebody gonna say we not we we have to know what he is. So if we can pick him up for two point five million, then why not? Because now you have to watch out for Zach Ertz because he's a proven veteran, right? And right. he plays for one year, give him 2.5, and you know, have likely back him up, and you can have him likely at the same time. So it wouldn't be a bad pickup if we, if he could somehow manage it cap-wise. Yeah, I think it would be a good pickup, too. Um, he's not Mark Andrews, no. No, but, he isn't. Um, but, yeah, you know, like you said, you, you can put spotlights on him because – he earned that reputation of getting, you know, getting double teams and stuff like that, and he he can come up with big catches also. Right. But I, I'm 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 most definitely riding with Isaiah Likely. I think yes. Isaiah Likely is a um a good young tight end in this league. He's versatile. He's not like a your blocking tight end. You know, right. this guy can get lined up as a wide receiver. He has the speed um of Mark Andrews also, and maybe maybe a little bit more elusive than Mark Andrews. Right. You see, likely um, shows that he likes to jump over people, do that little hurdle and stuff like that. Right. So, um, and he most definitely got hot in the first half of last game. Um, but I would like to see likely continue to be assertive in this offense too, going into the second half of this um, season. Well, the third, yeah. fourth quarter of well, this season now. Well, you know, likely can be a starter on other teams. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, he he can be. A, you can line him up wide. You can line him up in the tight end. But likely can definitely be starters on on, on some other team. Not, yeah, not, without a doubt. I most definitely. Speaking of another team, we had an injury early in the season. J.K. Dobbins. Right. Do you see J.K. Dobbins as a Raven again, or do you think that we will let him walk? Well, if well. Keith Mitchell, I'm mean, Keaton Mitchell, is starting to prove that he's got to be on the field. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, you know, what I, mean? I mean, you can't. I mean, it, uh, you, you know, uh, Keaton Mitchell got his opportunity to do it, and injuries are unfortunate. But you say some sometimes another person's misfortune is their fortune because if Keaton keeps doing what he's doing, catching the ball out of the backfield. I don't know. JK JK might not be here. It's unfortunate and you know the injuries happen, but that's just that's just how the NFL happens. If if Keaton takes the ball and, and JK and Justice Hill, you know, take us deep into the playoffs, then Dobbins can't, you know, 
you can't lose your spot in the injury, but you can't you can't put Keaton back on the sideline. And I feel sorry for J.K. Dobbins. You know? Yeah, that's how I felt. I felt like once J.K. went down um, this year, I felt like that was it. Um, I'm a fan of J.K. And, and I really hope that he bounces back from that injury. But right. when you keep getting bit by this uh, injury bug twice, first it was the um, ACL and now it's the Achilles. And you need your legs, you need your feet, uh, especially when you're uh, uh, trying to be a running back. And then he was fighting for a bigger contract, too. It was just like, oof, I, I just don't really see him coming back now. Yeah, because what leverage does he have? And that's how I look at it also, especially if Keaton Mitchell is, is being the guy that we are hoping that he's going to be and Gus Edwards. It's just like he sniffed. He, he as soon as he sniffed the end zone, he finds the end zone, and I and Gus Edwards. Um, he took a nice pay cut to even come back this year, and I think that now that he's going to get paid next year. Yeah, we so, got a nice rotation with Justice Hill and uh, Keaton Mitchell and and Gus. We got a nice three man rot. We have no quote number one back, but each one of them bring a skill set that that's uh you know that we can use that, that monk is using them in, in particular down the goal line. We probably know it's going to Gus, right? Yeah. So, and, and Keaton Mitchell can catch the ball out of the backfield. But if, you know, if, but like I say, the running back markets has diminished and the closer you get to 30, uh, your value for, for, for JK Dobbins, the closer yeah. you get to 30. Yeah. Cause you see how we still got Melvin Gordon on the lineup and we don't oh. even use him. Yeah, in fact, I forgot all about him. See, we wouldn't even use him. <laughs> I forgot all of, I forgot yeah. all about Melvin Gordon. Man, he, and, and what what type of luck he would have if we so, so happened to win the Super Bowl this year? Because he was on the Chiefs when they won that Super Bowl team, and right. And if he wound up with another Super Bowl again with us, like wow, what type of luck well, he has? Well, well, a lot of people, a lot of people was talking about picking up. OBJ and they was talking about Deep. I said, let me I said, let me tell you about OBJ. I, I study people. OBJ got a Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. He got his money and he's a father. Those three things change people. OBJ is not the same guy when he's 20. OBJ doesn't have to be the man, right? Mm-hmm. He knows that. He knows this is Lamar's team. Hey, just throw me a couple of catches. I'm not demanding the ball. You know, I'm not a, I'm not fast as I used to be, but I still can get open, and yeah. I still have that respect on the field. So he he's been a great signing. You know, he's under the radar. He's comfortable where he at. He's not, you know, he's not the OBJ of you know a couple of years ago. So he was a he was a great signing. You know, he it, I, I I told somebody towards the end of the season, OBJ's number is going to be called, and he's going to step up. He's just kind of you know. A couple of passes here, there, but going down a stretch, we're gonna need them. So yeah, that was a great I most definitely pickup. I say the same thing. We got a couple of comments here, Cat. Let's see what we have here. We got top of the morning, gents. We don't need another tight end from OG Matt. Oh man, um, but like like we were saying, OG, that I, we feel like that Ertz. We don't we don't think we need him. Need him. That's right. Correct. But, Signing Ertz to us can most definitely open up the offense a little bit more because, like I say, he's a proven veteran and 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 he can demand some attention. What you think, Cat? Same thing. Yeah, we're the same thing. Yeah, it's not necessarily a need. Do we need a tight end? No, but he he's nice to have, and if it can and if it can help us out, why not? Why not for two point five five uh for high you know two point five million? You know that's. To me, the, right. the price is not bad. He's not coming here. He's not necessarily going to be the number one guy, but he's a help. He, he'll help us. It's not a need. There's a difference. You know, yeah. like you say, he's not a need, but he can um, complement what we already have. Right. And then we got another comment. JK should be gone. Um, Should have been gone. I ain't going to say should have been gone because I felt like JK still had something left to prove after – Um. Uh, his ACL injury. I felt like right. he, he, he still had something left in him. And just that uh, freak of nature, freak of accidents, you know, that that's just part of the game. And, and that's what he had, this freak accidents. We've seen that when he tore his ACL, I don't think he should have been playing that preseason game. Right. But he played that preseason game. You see that his knee went back into an awkward position. And this game, uh, this year when he tore his Achilles, I felt like, he was he was 
making the come up. He was trying to make sure that he's right. gonna get his contract. Um, and he was doing good. It, it just freak accidents, you know. What you right. think, Pat? Yeah, I, yeah, I was expecting big things from I, you know. After he came back from his injury, I you know, I mean, I didn't know who I didn't know who Keaton Mitchell was. I mean, I mean, who was that running back? It was Gus Edwards and, and Justice Hill. I didn't know Ke- Keaton Mitchell. But I was willing to give J.K. an opportunity and see and see what he does, you know, because he he's proven that he could do it. And I said, oh, he's uh, you know, he's coming back and he's strong, he's ready to go. So and, and then the second time happened, and that's just the way it goes sometimes. But I was willing to give him the benefit of the doubt when he came back. Yeah, me saying we got here. injured. Yeah, same here. We got another comment. It says, "Ah, oh, man, I can't." I said I was going to get this guy name right, and I swear I'm never going to get this guy name. Uh, vocal look. Should be our tight end number two. Um, my Ooh. tight end uh number I forgot what jersey. It was a guy that he he had a good preseason. Um, I think I forgot the jersey number that he wore in the preseason. But he's well, on our Cola, right? No, it's not Cola. No, you know he's our third tight end kind of. I'm trying, to, who, I'm trying to think. Um, he had, he he had a decent preseason. I. I I can't remember his name because we had he didn't make the fifty-three man roster, but then he wound up finding his way back to the practice squad with us. Um, but like you said, I, I think Kaloa most definitely should be our second tight end because right. um, what he did last year and what he was uh, showing uh, during the preseason this year and the beginning of um, this year is like uh, he's showing that he, he's a big tight end. He's versatile. Um, we just need to probably see a little bit more from him right. so he can get on the field a little bit more. But I, I think well, that I tell I people like, all the time. I tell people it's not like we three and nine. I mean, you know, we, we don't have too many. We, you know, just a little. <laughs> basically, we're in a tweaking mode because we are nine and three, right? Right. Right. We ain't, we ain't three and nine. So, you know, Zerts uh, could be a little tweak in there. And that's what happens. The great teams keep adding little pieces here, you know, little pieces there. They don't settle. OK, we're nine and three and let's go forward with the guys we got. No, you need to you need to tweak it a little here and there and, the, you know, to make it even better for the for the stretch run. That's what I say. Yeah. Same here, Cap. Same here. Uh, since we talking about uh, great teams doing, you know, great things, we've seen that Lamar. This year is having a decent season this year, uh, especially um, his completing percentage. He is now fifth in, um, in the NFL right. uh, with 68 uh, completing 68% right. of his passes this year. Do you think that Lamar should be in the MVP conversation? Yes, I think this will be the most passing yard. But, like, you know, it, you know, go back to another point. People say Lamar, Lamar we can't read defenses. When the Todd Monken, he didn't have to read defenses. <laughs> so, so now, you know, you don't know what people can do until they have to do it, right? Because right. they're not asked to do it. Now he's asked to do it, and he's stepping up. But yes, he should be in the MV, uh, the MVP, especially, especially we knock off, uh, you know, we knock off, we knock off Jacksonville, a couple of these contenders going forward. I, no doubt he should be in the MV, especially if we go deep into the playoffs, go to like the second round. Yeah. And, you know, this is going to be the most passing yard. But, yes, he's – Lamar Jackson doesn't throw a lot, but he's taking advantage of, of his throws. And, and he's taking advantage – he's taking advantage of his throws. Give us 200 yards, 250, no turnovers, we call it. But, yes, he's he, – he doesn't have the flashy stats. But, you know, when your team is 9-3 and three and you got a good quarterback, then, yes, he should be in the MVP conversation. Yeah, I most definitely agree with you because this like last game, he was uh 18 for 32, 177 yards with one touchdown. Right. You know, I, I think that's 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 he did enough to win that game. He didn't have to overwild us, he didn't have to do the backyard football like we had with right. Greg Roman or anything in that nature. He played with he, he dealt with the cards was dealt to him and he played it well. No, but some see some people. I tell people when you got a top top five defense, you ain't got to put up thirty points. All you got to do is <laughs> when you got a top five defense, you don't have to put up thirty points. If, oh, it's, if it's third hey. and nine, Lamar gets five yards, punt it, and see if the team drive 80, 80 yards on that. He don't have to force enough. I got to make this this. I got to make this third down. No, you don't. If you can't make it, you ain't got to force it. Just punt it and dare team to drive eighty yards on that defense and see what happens. Oh, cat, we you you just a one step ahead of me before we get to that defense. Yeah. 
let's talk about Zay real quick. Zay, Zay Flowers. Yes, yes. Um, at first, I wasn't sold on the Zay Flowers pick when he got drafted. Right. I was thinking, let's go straight defense. Let's get Joey Porter Jr. Let's get another cornerback that can play on the opposite side of Marlon Humphrey. And um, because when we draft corners, we draft well. When we draft wide receivers, eh, it's like a hit or miss sometimes. So I, I, at first, I was all in with going on defense. But now that Zay Flowers has has really inserted himself into this offense and and really showing his um, his explosiveness and his elusiveness, I'm really I really had to second guess myself. Like I'm glad I'm not the GM or EDC. <laughs> Because man, Zay Flowers is just magnificent. What what is your take about Zay Flowers? This well, year? my question is, you can't give Lamar Jackson fifty million dollars and not try to get him another weapon. That that can't happen. I mean, you got you, you know you got to shoot for it. You know you got to keep drafting the wide receiver. You got to draft two every year, and hopefully you'll find one. But I said right. we need to get. You know, you, I, I agree with you. I reckon drafting wide receivers hasn't been great, but we had to at least try to find give Lamar another weapon. And uh, and uh, you know, and draft and say I didn't know much. I, I knew him. I didn't know much about about him. But he, you know, he's he, he's kind of a looser guy. And you know, as you well know, most of his yards come after the catch. But he's uh, you know, he, he's pretty looser and he's a good route runner. And the thing about Zay, Zay can stop on a dime and then speed up right away and go hundred. He can stop <laughs> and then accelerate at hundred miles, and he can and he can do that. But like I say, he's still working out the chemistry of Lamar. But he. You know, like I said, you don't know about wide receivers. And like you said, we haven't had much luck. But, you know, I said, look, if we're paying Lamar 50, we need to give him another weapon. So Zay Flowers, uh, you know, he's a good pick. And uh, I'm glad we got him. And he's working out. So just, you know, you know, he he he, he doesn't like uh, – he's not like Marquise Brown with trip over a blade of grass because he don't like contact. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, yeah, I like Zay Flowers. He, and him and Lamar will make more connections on the deep passes as Lamar get – You'll get better. I think he'll be fine, and I'm glad we got him. Yeah, I'm. I'm almost definitely glad we got him too. I'm glad, like I said, I wasn't putting that GMC because right. I probably, Joy Joy Porter Jr. He's, he's having a good season with the Steelers. Um, for what he's doing, he's finally able to um be that starter over there in Pittsburgh. He's 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 excelling to what he is. But Zay, he is most definitely he's big plays. It just seems like every time he touches the ball. You just know it like, man, something is magnificent is about to happen when this guy touches the ball. Yeah. And he make he makes people miss. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, it's just like just imagine if he if him and Lamar was together when they first came to the league, when Lamar first came to the league, it would have been ankle breaking season because when Lamar first got to the uh, league, he was breaking everybody's ankles. And now mm-hmm. that Zay's coming to the league, he's starting to make everybody ankles disappear too. Man, these two would have been dynamic coming to the league together. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm, Zay is doing pretty good. Of course, they wanted them to fall down, but Zay, Zay, Zay had no, no. intentions of stopping shortly. And so, no. yeah, he take had no, no intentions. <laughs> <laughs> he take was flying. Point. He wasn't going to stop. Yeah, I, I'd rather him go ahead and take the points anyway. Yeah, he did. And, and because, like you said, our defense is, is strong enough anyway that right. the Chargers was already shooting themselves in the foot and they wasn't really able to figure out what our defense was doing anyway. So right. I'm, I'm glad Zay was able to score. Yeah, I'm another, happy for him. We got another comment. Cat, what's both our thoughts on the Ravens having home field throughout the playoffs and how deep would they go? Um, number one. That would be dope <laughs> yep. if we get home field advantage. Number two, um, I think they it will work out in our favor for the simple fact that, say, Vince, we get Miami. Miami does not do well in the cold when it comes to November, December, and January. So if we so happen just to line up against Miami and Miami would have to come here, Miami had to come here and deal with that Baltimore cold. So right. – yeah, I think that even Jacksonville also, you know, uh, will have to come here and deal with that Baltimore cold. So I think that that will give us a nice home field advantage if teams will have to come up here and they're not used to their cold. Well, well, what Patrick Mahomes said, the two hardest things to plan was M&T Bank in Seattle. Did you hear him say that? Yes, sir. Patrick said, <laughs> hey, in the Cincinnati game, they had – when the quarterback got – Cincinnati game, the place – if we get an AFC – 
a championship. Uh, if the playoffs run through us, like you said, I tell people, I told a friend of mine, he's a Jacksonville fan. I said, look, buddy, we play AFC North football, Cleveland in the rain and the snow, Pittsburgh in the snow, and Cincinnati. We play AFC. It, it, it takes a certain individual to play AFC North. Now, you come to that 80-degree weather if you want, but come up here in November or December, January. <laughs> it, it, you'll be tested or get out of the Dome Stadium. But, yeah, yeah. If, if they come through here, our odds will go up exponentially if the AFC runs through Baltimore. I have no doubt. Not, I, I wouldn't be scared of Kansas City or anybody if it comes through Baltimore. Nah, I wouldn't be scared either. You know what I mean? Because right. like like Patrick Mahomes said, it, it, coming here, playing here, it's a different atmosphere when you got them fans like <laughs> like you out there, coach, uh, cat out there yelling and screaming. <laughs> you you saw the Cincinnati game, didn't you? Yes, they had sir. trouble here. They jumped offside in the play, in the place where was rocking and like uh the first time Kyler Murray said he said coming to MT Bank it's hard as hell to hear there that's what he said so just imagine we get that we get that now let's 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 talk about the defense a little bit cat let's talk about like you said and I've been saying it since week one when I had seen what they did to the Houston Texans and then they followed up what they did in week two I was like this defense is a top five defense they right. are stingy, they are nasty, they are fast, they are physical, and it seems like uh, Roquan and, and PQ are on the same page in that linebacker right. spot, man. And, and hats off to Mike McDaniels. I, I feel like Mike McDaniels has really put his imprint onto this defense, and he's really showing that he can be one of the top defensive coordinators um, in the game. Do you think that since he's really putting his imprint onto this game, do you think Mike Madonna numbers? I mean, his days are numbered here in Baltimore. Do you think that well, a head coaching spot is coming for him? Well, I think he, I, he'll probably get a head coaching job, but I don't. He, he he might he might not feel that he's ready just yet, right? You, you, he might say, "I need another year," but he will be a head coach. It's just a matter of time. Now, if he want to leave after one year, and plus, he doesn't know the NFL landscape because if you be a head coach, you got to find an offensive coordinator, you got to find a defensive coordinator. So, so there's a lot of players. You there's a lot of people you don't know. You know, like like a, a veteran coach would know all the people. But I think he would stay another year. But he will be a head coach because he's a he's a smart guy and he knows how to. He's a detail oriented guy. He's about details. Yes, yeah. he's going to get a head coaching job one day. If that's the, if that's the question, yes, no doubt he will be. I don't think next year, but I think he will. Yeah, I, I feel like um, he, he's most definitely put his imprint onto the game, and I think yes. like the NFL is really paying attention to him because if you can have a strong defense, because our defense was good last year. Um, right. he, he did a decent job to what pieces that he had last year, but – this year, man, I don't know what it is that he really preached to them or what scheme that he – because he didn't really change his scheme up from last year. But the, the pieces that we added and and, and the, the scheme that he has had really implemented this year is really having us really sitting here thinking, like, is this defense close to this 2000 defense? And my answer is no. No, I, I feel no, like that, no. That 2000 defense is – you would never see that again. No, you, know what I mean? <laughs> you can try to get close to the numbers as possibly as you possibly can, but you would never see that 2000 defense ever again. No, but like I told somebody, this defense is making their own mark. And, you know, road crime was the key because, because there's, because I was telling people leadership is nothing. The ability to influence other people. That's what leadership is. Can you influence the people around you? Mm -hmm. Roquan coming in there because Roquan got a high high standard. People want to live up like Ray Lewis. You don't want to disappoint Ray Lewis, and you don't want to disappoint uh, Raycon Smith. And Roquan has a work ethic, and he backs it up. Mm -hmm. And so everybody feeds off of him. And then we got you know guys, and we got some youth. We got you know Kyle Hamilton in the secondary. So I think that, and, and you know, we got a couple of veterans up front and Clowney. Clowney doesn't have to be the guy. Clowney glad he got a job, and, and he can. He's under no pressure. Hey, go! Hey, Clowney, do what you do, okay? Just, just mm -hmm. you know, if you get ten snaps or fifteen, just do what you do. But you know, Mike McDonald got this, got this guy playing at a high level, especially with Kyle Hamilton in the in the in the secondary. Man, who's a jack of all trades? 
I, I feel like Kyle Hamilton has really emerged to being one of my favorite Ravens this year. Um, like I seen what he did in Notre Dame, and I was like, wow, if he get put in the right system, sure he can be somebody in the NFL. And well, when we drafted him, I was like, oh man, he came to a team that's strictly defense. We right. preach defense here. And for this guy to be 6'4, 220 pounds, and he can run. With guys that's five nine, five eight, that can probably run four four flats or anything in that nature, he's finding some way he can keep up with him using his uh his length and his his height. Um, then when he plays in the box, he uses his his weight and his height. And then when you try to line him up in, into the safety, he uses his everything. Yeah, and right. it, I, I find like I see I call him a Swiss Army knife. Yes, that's what he you, is. Once you pull out that knife, you don't know which one you're going to get. And all of those knives that's, that you're trying to pull out is capable of helping you out throughout anything. And yep. that's what yep. Kyle Hamilton is really showing. Like, it doesn't matter where you line him up at. It doesn't matter who you line him up against. He's going to show out. He's going to show you that he is the guy. I, and I'm, st- I'm starting to see that he is the guy. Well, I have to give you my Twitter receipts from last year. December the 24th, I, I tweeted to Kyle Hamilton. I said, yeah. I said, yeah, Kyle Hamilton. I said, I, I said, you, I said you might make the pro, but I said, you get my vote. I says, but you don't have the name recognition. I got the receipt. I sent it to everybody. I said, don't go there, Kyle Hamilton. December 24th, I tweeted out that receipt. I said, once you get that name recognition, you'll be fine. Because what I, but the thing about uh, – I like smart football player. Uh, Kyle Hamden is a smart guy. There's there's some players in the NFL, they think they can outrun somebody. But give me the smart players who think. And Kyle Hamden is a think. He he knows what the defense is trying to do to him. He knows what the quarterback want him to do. So he's a smart he's a smart football player. And he, know, he knows about leverage, why a 100-pound person can, can flip a 300-pound person. It's all about leverage and what they're trying to do to you. Because what he does, he's pretty smart, and you can stick him in, in anywhere. And I knew he would be, uh, you know, I knew it would be pretty good because I knew he was a smart football player. So, Right, right. Yeah, he, he's most definitely um, showing something. And you know another player that's really showing up this year that this guy, this name is going to really start uh, setting the market for itself? Justin Amatabike. This guy is really showing off this year the first raven since 2017 to record double digit sacks and that was t sizzle who the last person that did that right and and nobody had justin the meta bk on their radar i like, didn't nobody and 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 this guy had a, a major step up last year he was only to uh cover four uh sacks last year right just for all of last year and he played every game last year this year, he only played 12 games so far, and right. this guy has 10 sacks. He is averaging in eight games. Hi, what's his stat line? He averaged a half a sack in nine games, and he's averaging a full sack in seven games. It's like those numbers are like almost like an Aaron Donald, you would think that, that would be right. averaging stuff like that. So what's yes. your intake on Justin Matabeek? Well, see what happened is – EDC knew what we had knew what we had in him. Do you know why? EDC tried to sign him to extension last year. That's why he got him cheaper. <laughs> EDC, yeah, he turned down extension last year because he knew. I guess he must have knew. Yeah, something. of course. <laughs> but but look look how the price tag them went up. Yeah, yes. From last year, four sacks to this year. Yeah, yesterday's price is not today's price, cat. Right. So the Ravens knew. I, I like. I'm like you. He wasn't really on my radar because it's hard for uh, interior lineman to make an impact unless you earn Donald, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, he's 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 exceeded my expectation, and I'm happy for the young man. And like I say, EDC knew what we had. That's why he tried to sign him. So I'm I'm happy for him, and, and I hope he get 15 to 20 sacks, and I hope he get paid. That's that's my philosophy. Yeah, I, I hope he get paid too. And it, it would be dope if he can catch up there with TJ Watt, Miles Garrett with the sack with the, you know these sack leaders, because they are only just what three and a half away from him. They all right. lined up sitting at 13, 13 and a half sacks. So when he come back, and we got the Rams uh this upcoming week, um next week. So right. we we 
I hope Justin Matabike can at least keep his streak going, number one. Uh, number two, can catch up to Miles Garrett and them. And number three, get paid. Because he, well, he's he, going to get paid. Yo, oh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. What would happen is, uh, well, he's getting more name and rush. Name, you know, the first sight. First part, he wasn't getting double teamed. Now, as the as the recognition come, people now know his name. So mm-hmm. now, now the people are gonna say, okay, we need we need to watch this guy. But I think he he can handle deb- double teams. And like I said, for an interior lineman to get that many sacks, it's hard. But he's you know he's definitely doing it. And and like yeah, I hope he get a couple of sacks against the Rams to, to keep the streak going. He he deserved the money and everything that comes his way. Yeah, most definitely. Um, a guy, another guy, a veteran guy. Uh, at first, I didn't see the fit at first, but now uh, I see it. Kyle Van Noy, this guy, yes. he's got, he's, he got some juice left in him. I was thinking that maybe he didn't did a couple stops, you know, at uh, uh, New England and Miami. I was like, uh, if they didn't want him, why, why, why are we going after him? And right. I'm starting to see that he he fits the Ravens' way. He does right. play like a Raven. This guy still has um, a little bit of juice left in him. He's up there. With, uh, what six and a half sacks this year, right? And he didn't even play a full season with us. Um, and then he he was the late addition. Um, what's your uh uh reaction to Kyle Van Noy this what, year? Well, you know, sometimes you get a veteran guy that I don't have enough to prove. All I got to do is do my thing. I ain't got to call the defense. So so kind of like a kind of like Clowney, just let him loose. But but he's good. I mean, he's a he's been a great pickup along with Clowney because sometimes the Sometimes some signings go under the radar, mm-hmm. right? His signing went kind of under the radar, but he's been a great impact. He provides veteran leadership, and he knows how to use leverage and you know get to the quarterback. But he, he along with Clowney, has been great veterans pick up, and and uh, we'll see see how the season ends. But I'm happy we got him because he, he knows his place and he knows he knows this is Rokon's defense, and he fits right in. Yeah, he most definitely does. He most yes. definitely does. Uh, before I let you go, Cat, before we wrap this up. Now, let me ask you one question. Okay. Let me see. What do you think Patrick Queen is? a Is Patrick Queen a product of having Roquan? Or if he goes to another team, he's going to be just as good? I like Patrick Queen, but I think that Roquan had elevated his game because Patrick yes. Queen was – He's your every down back. I can see him because he has the speed that he can play running back and your tight end. He has um, the aggression to hold that middle down. But what he lacks in is that he cannot be the only guy in the middle. And right. I think once you added Roquan Smith to um, with him, it was like, who do you seek your attention on? And it seems like now everybody seeks their attention on Roquan Smith. Well, now since everybody's seeking their attention on Roquan Smith, that leads Patrick Queen to roam free. So now that he can, he's not being double teamed. Lineman is not worrying about him when they get to the second level. They worry about Roquan Smith before they worry about Patrick Queen. And that opens up uh, Patrick Queen a lot more. And now that he's not the main focus on offensive radars, is he's showing that um, playing side by side with Roquan is the best fit. Versus him being the, the the main guy, the lead guy. Yeah, it's it's kind of like the Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen. Yeah. Sometimes it's better to be Robin. Yeah. Because what happens is if Rokon goes to another team, you have big phrasing. We we want you to be Batman, and some people can't be Batman. Some people right. can't be the guy. They can be right. Robin, but they can't be Batman. You know what I mean? Right. All right, Cat. Before before we wrap this up, um. Let's let what do you see the rest of the season going for us? We are sitting nine and three right now. We got teams like the Chargers. I mean, not the Chargers, we got the Rams coming up. We got the uh Jaguars, we have the Dolphins, we got the Steelers one more time. Um, and we also got the 49ers. Um, how do you see us wrapping this season up? Well, I think I think. I think we got we'll probably lose one more game. What helps is we got the Steelers and we got the Dolphins coming here. That makes mm-hmm. a big difference, right? And mm-hmm. I think going on going on the going on the road to Jacksonville is going to be a tough challenge. But I I feel 
you know, we got one more. I don't know which team is going to lose to, but I, I don't I don't think we're going to lose at home. I think if we lose a game, it's going to be maybe at San Francisco or at the um, or at Jacksonville. Okay, okay. And sometimes it's it's who we plan and when we play them, and like you know, it's it's uh it's uh if Jacksonville, uh, you know, uh, are they do they have that much lead in their conference? But yeah, I have nine and four. I think we get you know we might lose one game on the on the road, but not at home. I think we're gonna go undefeated at home the rest of the season. Okay, okay, that that'd be dope though, because I yes. I know in the beginning of this uh, once the schedule had came out, I had kind of gave us um, five losses. Right. Um, I can't really remember which five losses I gave us because number one, one of those losses I did not count in Indianapolis Colts. So, right. <laughs> um, but I, I most definitely did give us five losses this year. Um, okay. Uh, so you think? So you I, think five losses? Uh, give us the number one seed. Uh, I guess it depends no. on how it play out, right? It, it, I don't think so because I have to see Miami schedule and I have to see Kansas City schedule, their remaining schedule, uh, because it, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, um, especially can't you can't never count Kansas City out. You just right. can't. They always find some way, some will to 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 snap their finger, and their offense is just clicking out of nowhere. Um, Miami, they are like a flip of a coin. I, I just know that last year, um, once it got cold, Miami went cold also. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm kind of based in my opinion on. So I, I, I have to see, um, that San Francisco game is going to be tough. Especially yes. Because San Francisco right now, they finally got healthy at the right time. They, they got that, um, they got Debo Samuel back. They got CMC back. They got Trenton Williams back. They went and got Chase Young from the uh, before the deadline. Um, and Brock Purdy is, is is showing that he should be a quarterback to be talked about um, in this game. Um, so that's going to be a tough game regardless. Whether we go in there or they come in here, it's going to be a tough game because 49ers, if the 49ers beat the Eagles today, it's going to be hands down that the 49ers are, are, are the big dogs of the NFC. What are so, you taking? I had originally took the 49ers, and I think I'm going to go ahead and still uh, take that pick. So I'm going to rob the 49ers on this on this big game. Okay. Um, but I, I still think that the Ravens are capable without defense, that we can be able to slow down um, San Francisco when we play them on Christmas. But it's most definitely going to be a challenging game. Well, that's good. I'm happy and excited, and I'm I'm glad to where we're going. And uh, I appreciate you having me on the show. It's it's a lot of fun. You know, let me know if I can do something for you. Yes, sir. We mo- I most definitely uh, need your help in something. Um, I, I, I we will talk offline about that. I most okay. definitely uh, need your insights and your and your um your uh brain power for this one. Okay. Um. But go ahead and tell the people uh, where um, they can find you at your social medias and stuff. Okay, like on that. the okay, I'm on the Instagram is Captain Defense. I'm on Twitter as Decap. I have a fan page called Captain Defense, and I have a website uh, CaptainD.org. And I support CaringCommunities.org as a charity I support, and I'm always around the community, and I'm always looking for things to do. Yes, sir. And I yes. appreciate the Ravens fan support. Because the fans make me who I am, not the players. The players come and go, but the fans are always the constant. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And Captain, like I said, I, I appreciate you joining. I appreciate you always. Every time I, I ask you to join my show and stuff like that, you was always able to say yes. Like I said, I'm a big fan of yours. I'm going to keep on being a fan of yours. And I, I can't wait for us to link up again. And, and, and hopefully we can do something different this time, next time. Okay. And as my tagline is, Defense, don't leave home without it. <laughs> yes, sir. All okay. right, cat. Catch you later. Okay, thank you. Bye. See you. So there you have it, Flockers. I hope you really enjoyed this show, man. As as I told you, I had a special guest, man, and and, and he was able to deliver his is who he was and and why he's uh, one of my fa- uh, one of my favorites, man. So 
As always, you already know, man, you always can catch the Grid Network, man. If you have not subscribed to us, make sure you do that because the Grid Network is where you want to get all your information, all your sports stuff from, you feel me? Make sure you follow the Grid Network on all social media platforms and even YouTube, you feel me? Because when you do that, you are there to be different to find all of our content creators that's on here. It's carving it up with Bryce, all even podcasts, Clutch Sports Talk, which is probably and right now. Um, outside the cage, you got uh Rounders, uh Raiders Roundup, and of course, you got your very own Mr. MTMO, my thoughts, my opinion, sports podcast on this network. So please, dare to be different, yo. Come on there, show the support. Um, go to our uh uh spread shop so you can get hats, shirts, um, hoodies, anything that you're looking for, you feel me? So this day to be different into the grid, you feel me? And as always, big trust. Because why would you trust anything? Y'all catch y'all when I catch y'all. I'm out. <laughs>